0: Hi, and welcome to Revelation Within on the Go. I'm Heidi Biles McEpperson, one of your hosts, and the owner and lead coach of the Revelation Within Ministry.
1: And I'm Christina Motley, your other host, also a Revelation Within coach, and Heidi's partner in all things, Revelation Within. We're so happy to invite you to this very special episode of Revelation Within on On the Go.
0: Well, here we are. We are just days away from Christmas. Oh my I gosh. Love this How did time it happen? I know, right? Twenty twenty three is almost over. <laughs> and Christmas is almost here. And so we wanted to talk about a lovely recipe mm-hmm. for having an amazing, meaningful Christmas. We oh, thought you might want to Yeah, doesn't it? I love the idea. Right. And and we hear kind of all the time. Jesus is the reason for the season.
1: Well, you know what? He really is. He really is. he <laughs> like, is. He is. He is. Yeah. So we're going to start with him today, right, Heidi? Yes, exactly.
0: So <laughs> we're going to open up our Bible because, as Christina's kids know, I'm <laughs> Heidi Biblesma. <laughs> I have
1: to say that. I started calling her that years ago. <laughs> <when they>
0: were... <laughs> yeah, Heidi Biblesma. Okay, so I'm going to start off. With the word of God, scripture is a really good place to start. Jesus is a great place to start. Yes. (laughs) Have a really beautiful, meaningful Christmas. Mm -hmm. And chapter one of John, what I'm going to do is a version of a praise fest, which I'm just going to celebrate the attributes of God. And Jesus is God, as we see that in the very passage I'm going to use. So let's start there. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you are the word. You were with God and you are God in the beginning and all things, Jesus, were made through you. And without you, nothing has been made in you, Lord Jesus, is life. And I thank you that you are the light of all men. Jesus, I thank you that you shine in the darkness. Darkness cannot overcome you. And now I'm going to flip over to Colossians chapter one and... (laughs) Going with my praise fest. So, in chapter one of Colossians, in verse 13, I'm going to use some verses there for a few of them, like probably seven of them. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you have delivered me from mm-hmm. the domain of darkness. Yes. I am transferred instead now into your kingdom, and you are the beloved Son of God. Mm-hmm. Lord, I thank you that I have redemption, the forgiveness of sins in you. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. You are preeminent by you, Jesus. All things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through you, Jesus, and for Mm -hmm. you, Jesus. And you are before all things and in you all things hold together, all things. (laughs) And you are the head of the body, the church. You are the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything you, Jesus, might be preeminent Mm. in you, Jesus. I thank you that all the fullness of God is pleased to dwell and that you reconcile to yourself all things, whether on heaven or on earth, making peace by the blood of your cross.
1: Thank oh thank you God. Thank you. God. <laughs> How did you do that? You just turned a beautiful portion of scripture into a prayer and then you called it a praise best <laughs> I'm assuming like festival like a praise party yeah, a praise party <laughs> or for someone who hasn't heard us use those words before how did you do that so beautifully Heidi probably practice I don't know. <laughs> no but
0: it, you can do it any way you want and you're you yes. don't have to do it in front of anybody except mm-hmm. God but yep. that's a beautiful way of celebrating Jesus as the reason for this season yes mm-hmm. but sometimes it's easy to think of him in that way, it turns him into a button you wear on your shirt, Exactly, you know, and he's so much more than that. And you can go anywhere in the gospels and just Mm. thank God. A God list is who God is, what is he like? And what does he do for people? Mm -hmm. And basically what I did is I went into the new Testament and just looking for Jesus. What are you like? And what have you done for people? Mm-hmm. And those two sections of scripture jumped out at me. And then all I <laughs> want to do is say it back to him. And I'm so grateful that he is who he says he is. Yay! Well,
1: and I just love the way every one of your sentences started with thank you. So mm-hmm. you took each verse, put a thank you in front of it and turned it into a you are. Beautiful prayer from your heart to God's heart. And that's one of our favorite mind renewal tools. Yes. Praying through Scripture, it is yes. so good. It is so meaningful. A lot of people um, that we talk to talk about, you know, I've got the Scripture in my head, but it's not in my heart. I feel like my heart is is more closed, or somehow I'm not in that place I want to be with intimacy with the Lord in the I... Scripture. And so, what you just did that was very intimate and beautiful. It really brings that from the head knowledge down to the heart. Give it I a try. Hope so. You will love it. And Heidi, yes. you did a great job.
0: <laughs> Thank you. And I love doing that. You know, if I have it in my head, that's a really great tool. Mm-hmm. I can be driving, running errands, going and getting whatever I need to for whatever event I'm going to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can do a praise fest reminding myself, the more I say it, the more I think about it, the more I will believe that it's true. So yes. in my experience, he is holding all things together. You know, I think of that verse as I was praising Him for that fact that He holds all things together. Instantly, I thought of sometimes holidays have been filled with such frazzled moments for me, mm-hmm. yes. and He holds me together. He keeps me <laughs> from completely losing it. Mm. He is the one who does that, and so I can be mindful of that and allow it to come home and be targeted truth in my life. Mm. That's a really great ingredient for our recipe. Yes, it is. To a meaningful. Christmas this year.
1: Yes. okay here's another ingredient that you can put in your recipe and we want a really nice big helping of it too <laughs> focusing on others and serving others. Mm-hmm. Now this doesn't mean you're not going to take care of yourself and we'll talk about that a little more coming up. but if we plan on going to event and focusing on what others need, how others are doing, what's going on with other people, We will be so blessed and God will use us in mighty ways that we can't come up with. God comes up with it in the moment we're there and there's a person sitting alone and Mm. that's the person. And you ask God, how can I serve? What do you want me to do? And he says, go, go to that person. Just talk to them, ask them about their lives, their family. How can you pray for them? be a servant and then practical ways too like oh i'll get the napkins or yeah. i'll move the chairs over here or let me get I'll a trash hold... bag <laughs> yeah or i'll hold the baby while you set the table <laughs> <laughs> so many of us especially here at revelation within a lot of us have struggled with food and eating issues and we struggle with going to events and feeling out of sorts in our bodies and our clothes, what we're going to eat. But if our focus is on others, it really, really helps us to come away with this wonderful sense of, I did something important that God needed me to do. Right. Other than, well, I showed up and I felt out of sorts. So I love that serving, focusing on others, a wonderful ingredient for your recipe for a meaningful Christmas.
0: Right. And to me, being intentional when we walk through the door can be one of the most important things rather than being intentional about, I can't wait to see the dessert table, which would be Mm -hmm. my tendency Mm -hmm. in the past and even not necessarily that long ago. But for me to say, you know what, I can't wait to talk to so-and-so, or I wonder if so-and-so will be here thinking of people and asking God, show me who I need to reach out to. And Mm -hmm. maybe even asking them, How are things going following up on a prayer request Mm -hmm. or asking them if they do have need for prayer, you can really make this a great chance Mm -hmm. to reflect Jesus to them as well.
1: Yeah. Well, and then a lot of people at these events, they'll bring loved ones, they'll bring family members or friends, maybe that aren't in a environment like that very often. And so for you to help make them feel welcome might make all the difference in the world. Um, I've actually been doing this at church lately. I will go to church and at the beginning of the service, I'll say, okay, Lord, who do you want me to connect with at the end of the service? Just pick one. And then I usually pick somebody and I'm usually wrong. (laughs) And then then as the service goes on and we're singing and we're praying and the sermon and everything by the end, God has usually laid a totally different person on my heart. And that has been such a blessing it blesses them and it blesses me too. Right, And I'm God's hands and feet. I mean, that feels so good. Right.
0: And that's a really good point because as we are coming up on this weekend, it's the last weekend before Christmas, there will be people in attendance who have nobody that's invited them to come to Christmas or they aren't having guests. Mm -hmm. There will be people who need to feel a sense of love and belonging and maybe even go a little bit farther. And if I am able to invite them to what I'm doing for Christmas, the actual Christmas day. So, you know, involving people who are alone on that holiday can be one of the best things we could do to be Jesus's Mm -hmm. hands and feet. Like you said,
1: Absolutely. well, and as most of us know, the holidays can be really difficult for people who have lost loved ones or. Have had loss in other ways too, or are going through something really difficult, like a health crisis or a financial crisis or things like that. So, we want to be mindful that people who are coming to these events, they might have some pretty deep needs. And if you're there to offer a hug or a welcome, even if you don't get into a deep conversation, that person will be filled by your presence there and Christ in us. So,
0: If you are one of those people who has kind of a sense of sadness, maybe even depression at holiday time, Mm
1: -hmm. if
0: you are able to at all with an act of your will, I mean, go to God with your grief. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're not saying do this spiritual bypass thing where you don't even recognize your own emotions. No, that's not what we teach at all. Mm -hmm. Recognize how you're feeling, bring it to God. And if you are able, not guilt tripping at all, And if you are able, Mm -hmm. connect with somebody who might be in that same boat or Mm -hmm. might be even at a place that's lower than where you feel you are and Mm -hmm. minister to them. If you're able, if the Holy Spirit in you will come through and minister to them, that can actually bring healing into your own life. It's scriptural. I don't remember where the passage is, but it does say that if we spend ourselves on behalf of others Mm -hmm. who are less fortunate than us. We will experience healing rise up in our lives. And that just is a beautiful truth. If you're able, and if you're not, do reach out to somebody to get help yourself. Okay. Yes. Serving others, that's a great ingredient to include in our recipe for a meaningful Christmas. Yay. Yes, it
1: is. Yay. <laughs>
0: Another really great ingredient is mind renewal.
1: Okay. This
0: comes from Romans 12 (laughs) 2. in a nutshell, for those who may not know what we mean by mind renewal, God tells us be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, whatever that is, I want it because that's where transformation is found. So Christina and I in revelation within we use the term mind renewal found in Romans 12 to refer to thinking God's thoughts after him. In this way, we can start trading out our runaway thoughts, our thoughts that don't stand in agreement with God and his purposes mm-hmm. for his thoughts, and speak that truth to ourselves again and again. Doing this actually changes my beliefs, mm-hmm. changes my desires. Yes. And therefore, I act differently. And that's God's job is to transform me. So Mm -hmm. he uses that. It's an amazing thing. So a great (laughs) recipe for a meaningful Christmas is going to include mind renewal. I want to think his thoughts about the difficult uncle Manny that I might run into or about the event that I might go to. That might present some temptation. I want to think God's thoughts about a must hurry, hurry, hurry feeling and the anxiety that that can bring. I want to think God's thoughts about the importance of serving others, about the other ingredients in my recipe. Yes. So that's, mind renewal we have a whole bunch of tools that we share with others, ways of doing that. Whether it's gratitude, whether it's the God list and the praise fest, or whether it's you are, so I will, or
1: breath prayers and without you with you, we have so many Lord. I love what is good. What is true, right? We have so many, and it's not like you have to use a specific tool. We have so many to just help us to have a variety of ways to connect with the Lord this way and to ask him and to be able to discern what are your thoughts about this Lord? And it really, it changes our moments It changes the way we react to things, the way we make decisions, the way we plan. It changes how we feel about ourselves and the Lord and our relationship with Him and others. I mean, it's changed my whole world. Me too. Me too. (laughs) In in a beautiful, beautiful way. It can change
0: the way you view failure when you miss a mark that you really wanted to hit because you begin to think God's thoughts about failure and his thoughts are way different than ours. Perfectionism we find isn't his way of thinking because he is perfect and he knows that his strength is made perfect in our weakness, which is amazing.
1: Amazing. So There are
0: all kinds of ways of incorporating mind renewal into our holiday experience. What we do after we mess up, what we do in anticipating, attempting, or challenging experience. God, what are your thoughts as I look ahead to that event? Oh, it's a beautiful way of adding that super zip and zing to our recipe.
1: (laughs) Yes, it really will. It will change your whole holiday. I was talking to someone the other day who said, this will be my very first Christmas with the renewing of the mind. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. And we we talked and we went back and forth and kind of dreamed and imagined and hoped what will it be like and how will it be different from before?
0: A big part of mind renewal is gratitude. And yes. we treat the days ahead leading up to Christmas Mm -hmm. as though there's always something to give thanks to God about in each and every day. Wow. That changes the topography of the holiday a lot. We have one more amazing ingredient.
1: Yes. Okay. So this is really a big one for me and for so many people I know. We are going to be selective with how we use our time. We're going to be saying no, we're going to be bringing margin into our life mm. What around the holidays. Is that even possible? Yeah. I mean, there's so many events and there's so many things to do and go to and presents to buy and wrap. And we have to do every You're single stressing me out. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do every single tradition that we've ever done in our lives <laughs> and bake all the different things that grandma and her grandma and her grandma baked. You know what we do? We put so much pressure on ourselves during the holidays. I did this for years and years until I was hit with Lyme disease. (laughs) And then I said, I'm not doing any of it. (laughs) No, I used to think that the holiday wouldn't be worth anything. I guess this is what I thought. This is what I believed. Well, remember of course, that our thoughts lead to what we believe. And so I was thinking all the time about, but we have to do this. We have to go in the mountains and high altitude to cut down our tree. We have to, and all these things, it's like, we've always done it this way, or this would be better, or this would be best. The memories will be great with the kids. And by the time we get to it, we are so exhausted yeah. that we are not enjoying anything. Yeah. And, and it's no longer the kids. Jesus at all. <laughs> it's about no, it's, surviving. <laughs> yeah. it's And then going home and then going to a counterfeit comfort because- right. I have been overstimulated. I've overcommitted. I've overdone everything. And now I want to eat or scroll on my phone. So this ingredient though, is choosing to be selective
0: about our time. And, and that means joyful spaces and margin and being able to say no and willing to say no, right? And that's all good things.
1: Yeah, those are all such good things.
0: If you can identify with feeling stress this time of year, grab a piece of paper, It can be a slip of paper. It can be a torn piece of paper and a pen and write a permission slip for yourself. You have permission (laughs) to bypass an event or to not do that extra once over with your vacuum cleaner or whatever you Mm -hmm. want. You can just buy a salad at the store (laughs) instead Mm -hmm. of making one. Uh, Instead of chopping all the vegetables, you can get pre-cut vegetables. You Mm -hmm. have a permission slip that has free pass for Mm -hmm. taking some time off instead.
1: When you ask your kids or you think back to your Christmases when you were a child or a young adult or whatever, what do they remember? This is a really good way to kind of set your priorities. Do they remember that the carpet was perfectly clean? Do they remember that you had this many things in the stocking instead of this many things? Did they remember that you baked Five sets of cookies instead of one, they don't remember those things. They don't. Mm -hmm. We don't. We remember the feelings, the moments, the joy. I'm thinking of my own memory right now where I'm thinking of driving and looking at Christmas lights. So simple. Mm -hmm. It doesn't require anything, really. You just get in the car and drive. But as a child, I loved doing that. exactly. I loved it. And I still love it. So that's kind of a good way to, to kind of dial it down. You want to open up your days so that you have these joyful open spaces for play, (laughs) for joy, for movement, for music, for little bits of time for mind renewal. Certainly time with the Lord, Mm -hmm. a couple of scriptures that you're going to read that way, your focus stays where it should be on Christ, Mm -hmm. not on high expectations that don't need to be there and just stress us out. right? (laughs) Yeah. So
0: we have four really awesome ingredients that are included in a recipe for a deeply meaningful Christmas, focusing on Jesus. And we shared with you how we can praise him by using meaningful scriptures for that, focusing on others and serving them. Mm renewing our minds, taking captive runaway thoughts that kind of add to our anxiety and replace them with what is God thinking about that? His Mm -hmm. thoughts are usually not going to produce anxiety in us and being selective with how we use our time, creating those wide open spaces, saying no, if we need to, and having Mm -hmm. margin. So if we put all those together in just the right amounts, very (laughs) important portions, (laughs) <laughs> yes, we can have an amazingly meaningful Christmas.
1: Absolutely,
0: absolutely.
1: Well, we are so glad that you joined us for this podcast, so this Christmas podcast. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday, and then we hope you'll join us again for our next episode of Revelation Within on, on the. Bye for now. Bye-bye.